Okay. Well, let's, well, let's, uh, we let's talk to Mr. Forbid. Let's see what happens. I mean, for all I know, when I hit admit, mm. it pops up a thing on his screen that says, accept the, accept the admittance. Oh, he's in here twice now. Hmm. I'm accepting again. Ooh, it might be working. Oh, oh, look at that. We got something. Oh, look at that. It's Mr. Forbit himself. Yes, the one and only. <laughs> I, I see you're, you're a Picasso fan, so that's that's nice. Yes. Um, it is, uh, yeah, some museum poster that was inherited, so. Okay, well, that's that's uh, sounds like you got quite a generous inheritance for yourself. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's just a museum <laughs> poster, but... We've got quite but if a it was, but if it was a real Picasso, well, it has to be real. It says yeah, that it right at the bottom. Why would they lie? Yeah, and that's most artists print their name in nice so big block letters. I'll, I'll take your word for it. And, Mr. and they print the name of the museum where they hope it'll be uh, hung someday. <laughs> that's great. If, you know, if I was creating art, I should just call it call it Jeremy Jeremy Louvre. I go by Jeremy Louvre. Is that even you how should you just put it? it right on your PCBs. You should have the JC Pro Macro 2, which is totally owned by Bill Gates, and he uses it every day. That's That could be. Uh, maybe maybe my Uncle Tim has it. I don't know. Um, Tim Apple? He's not He's not actually my uncle. But, you know, I was thinking I could, I could just put Jeremy Jeremy Dolly Museum because that's that's not too far from me. That's, Isn't that's that the robot that makes art? The artificial go intelligence? Dolly? Oh! Uh, Dash well, e. yes, yes and no, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so what what's going on, Mister Forbits? What's what's uh what's what's your deal? Oh, what's my deal? Um, so I, I've, been, we, uh, I've never met you before, so I need to know a little about you. What are you talking about? Yes, I I know Mister Forbits pretty well. Yeah, we know each other pretty well. I've been so I've been working on a thing. Uh, it's a 14 segment display oh, with nice. 12 characters. Which I, I think is cool. I mean, why not make it huge? It runs over I2C. It's a single chip runs it, which I'm I'm very proud of because I'm totally hacking this chip into duty, doing something it's kind of meant to do, but um, it's not meant to run segment displays. So everything will be done in uh, firmware. There's a lot of code to write for it to get it to display characters, but we'll get there. I'm interested to know if... People think this is awesome or uh, unnecessary. Unnecessary things are usually. Yeah, I, I awesome. love seven. Se- I love seven segment displays, and I well, was going to ask 14. how many segments. Well, it takes I'm just saying, if it's fourteen, then that's. Sure. I only know the seven. There are two kinds of character displays. There are fourteen segments and sixteen. I'm going to tell everybody fourteen is superior. And that's um, yeah, that sounds right. Um, it's superior because if I had two more pins, uh, this wouldn't work. I I need. A completely different kind of driver, or a new two two chips. What are you driving it with? Um, and that so would just what, be what, what kind of chip are you using? I can't tell you that. That's the secret sauce. Oh, okay. No, it's um, it's a chip. I don't even know if I can get it in quantity. It's it's this you know it's this little square one. That's what it is. You can't get any chips in quantity. Just look for a little okay. square they one. They don't that, exist. That could be a real problem for this because. Um, these chips I paid way too much for from the only distributor in the United States. I think if you want to get a real, you have to get it directly from China. 
I need to figure out what the deal is with the supply there. Otherwise, it's just never gonna. I mean, if I can't mass produce it, it's not. Gonna how see how do we? How do you expect us to talk to it to put uh, to put our words on there to put my website on there is what I want to do. It's I two C. I put um, a Stemma QT connector on the back. So any of the Adafruit products that have a Stemma QT connector, which is compatible with SparkFun's Quick. Yeah, um, we were just talking about that actually, because the uh, KB2040 has one, as well as the yep. uh, SparkFun whatever deal. Yeah, so um, pretty much like all their new boards from SparkFun and Adafruit have one of these connectors on it. Just provides power and I2C. Um, I also put, you know, four little space for four header pins that you can just solder onto. But yeah, I'm just going to have to write a little Arduino library that does all the heavy lifting in terms of putting text on it. And that'll have like sort of two ways of interfacing with it. Either you throw it text and it renders the letters for you, which will be the easy way. But if you really do want control of the individual segments, I'll make those available too. And this chip has, it's just, it's an LED display driver chip. Um, not meant for character displays, meant for uh, LED matrices. And... Um, Does it start with a C? Kind of... Hmm? Does it start with a C? No. Oh, okay. Starts with an H. Hmm. It's got a lot of funny capabilities, like fading, um... Like you can, but like per pixel set oh, brightness and stuff like that. And like that could be really fun for making the display look like glitchy. Like it's like if you were putting a bunch of random stuff on it, you wanted it to look half broken. It can totally do that. And that's exactly what it was doing when I was like sending it individual byte commands and hadn't actually put any data. <laughs> into the into the ram as to what it should show or not it looked it actually looked pretty rad i mean you had some bright pixels some really faded out ones and it was uh it was kind of funny but um yeah that does sound pretty awesome it sounds kind of like that uh like something that guy yeah. we had on that had the pit boy that he made pat remember that yeah that seems like yeah yeah, that's that's actually what it reminded me of was like a, a glitchy about, about how boy is what, what are the dimensions like. of the nice. um, I'm kind of curious what I could fit that in. I mean, not necessarily me, but anyone. What can I? Oh, it's a good question. It's under a hundred millimeters side to side. I want to say it's like ninety-eight okay. millimeters. Okay. And probably where did all my rulers go? I gotta find that. Um, I just threw a bunch of mail I have to deal with on top of my desk, and everything unfortunately is underneath it. Well, yeah, you got those. You're getting evicted, aren't you? I've got some pretty, pretty nice cal uh, calipers. If I can find them. <laughs> this place is a wreck. I'm getting ready oh, for fine. Maker Fair Orlando. Okay. And yeah, I, I, I guess I'm going to that too, aren't, aren't I? I guess I'll you. You are going, but I'm sure you're like ready to do it. Like I made, I, I set up my whole fancy um, table setup. I cleared my dining room table. I set up everything the way I'm going to set it up at Maker Fair. Are the people at Maker Fair coming to your dining room? Sure I had... No, no. 
but I had to figure out what was missing. And I found a lot of things that were missing. I don't know where they are. Um, they should have gone right back in the box at Maker for Orlando, and they should have sat there for an entire year. But they're not there anymore. So, well, you know, Mister Forbits, if you have kids, I have kids as well, and they things things can uh, sometimes. I tried. I tried to never let them in here. Well, you but, can't let them um, get fingerprints on that Picasso. Would I? Uh, no, 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 no. Or throw throw uh, tomato soup on it. They they could. It's you know, there's glass over it. It's going to be fine. But really, where did every measuring device in my lab go? You know, I know. There's a big box behind you. Maybe it's in there. No. No. Just a Mauser part box. Man, when I was living in Texas, it was awesome. We'd get, like, the super economy shipping from them, and it would be there, like, Which uh, metropolitan anyways. area were you in, in when you lived in Texas? I've heard of Houston. Houston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad town. Uh, fourth largest city in America, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not bad, except um, the police don't do much there, as far as I can tell. They just assume everybody has guns, so they're good. Well, yeah, you're uh, still walking free, so, I mean. Yeah, yeah, uh, go figure. Um, I, I didn't have much, I, I didn't have any trouble with uh know if anything in Houston, but it's a, it's a kind of a crazy place. Um, is, there, is there something? Uh, some, I do. Something me or is that? You guys hear that? Oh no, it's probably my camera. Wow. Hold on, let me yeah. Knock it around some. Did it stop? <laughs> and I'm yeah, wondering who it is because nobody's yeah, VU it. meter was going up. Yeah. When then it, I knew it was one of you two. Yeah, it's weird because because I can't hear it at all. It's just somebody says, you know, hear that? And then I whack my camera and then it's fine. Hmm. So, I don't know what it's, I, don't, I have no idea what it's doing. So, so, so getting back to this, you're going to be selling stuff at Maker Fair, correct? And you also sell on, on Tindy from what? I do. Okay. And I also sell on my website. Okay. And that's what, 4bitindustries.com? Um, 4bitindustries.com. Okay. And um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really having a crisis of trying to figure out if um, I even want to continue it or not, which I'm, I know it's like. Well, well, look, well, look, well, you, you well, tell us, you tell us your your questions about this after I say this. I was sure. next to Paul last year, or well, Mr. Forbit last next last year at the Maker Fair, and um, it looked like he was. He just couldn't give us his, his people were buying his stuff so fast. It's like, you just couldn't even distribute them fast enough. It was just like, they were just shoving money in his face. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then I did like no sales for months after that because well, apparently I do well at selling things in person. Um, my online game is severely lacking, right? I've got like 10 Twitter followers. Um, I haven't been sending out emails this is what i need to do so i'm going to give it a fair shot right i'm going to send out some emails i've made an email list i think there are like 70 emails on it which is pathetic um i'm actually going to send a snail mail letter to schools introducing my products because my biggest order came from the school um and and they wanted to buy more they just didn't have the budget for it hmm. um 
so I, I, I'm gonna give I, I'm gonna give it a fair shot over the next couple of months. But it's like if sales don't pick up at some point, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, forget this. Okay. And, well, I uh, took my most and, popular and product off of Tindy two months well, ago. Yeah, it was. I really missed the money. I really missed the money. Which Jerry. one was was that? It Pat? was nice. It's our uh, Soda Stream adapter. Oh, that's right. Well, that's a whole yeah. That's a whole story. It is a whole story. One. But I, I really do miss the dollar. It was a significant number of dollars. But it was even with all the refunds, it was still <laughs> a lot of money. And I was this an adapter for the uh, for the CO two yeah, cartridge for the new one, the new that's machine, awesome. or the old one. And they work well for us. The ones we've tested, the ones we use in our own, not mine, my friend who we designed this for with, and. But, boy, people just destroy them in real life. People uh, strip threads, and you can't trust a product once it goes out into people's hands. I mean, I'm sure, and there's no, no way for no. me to know, is it something that I'm doing wrong? Is the adapter just not good enough, or are people, you know, manhandling it and doing wrong things? I mean, I, we'll never know. You know, one thing I tried to surreptitiously, um, not very surreptitious but surreptitiously uh, gain info on particularly with the solder it solder kit business was you know which of my competitors out there are like sending replacement kits when people solder it wrong yep. and who isn't and most everybody doesn't they just say look if you mess it up well, you're learning to solder, so go buy another one. But there is at least one provider of kits out there that will send you a free. Oh, I sent free replacements uh, to anyone who asked. These, I know I'm not soldering. See, but, but then I started adding up the number of people who were unsuccessful twice in a row. And I said, well, this isn't yeah. worth it. I'm just refunding everybody who. It was yeah. way, it's, it's way easier than spending another four bucks on shipping and not getting that back when you refund them anyway. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, what's, what's interesting is these, um, you know, we talked about having a solderless kit that I'm working on the solder kits. I have not gotten one person that requested like a refund for screwing it up or even like extra parts. And that's actually a little, a little surprising. So I, I've only gotten like five or six, but here, let me tell you what I've done. And this works really well with, um, Everyone who's honest, which has been everybody except for maybe one person. I just said, uh, you know, using the best camera you have, just take me a high-res photo of the front and the back of it, and I'll give you some points and, uh, so, you know, some tips. And sure enough, people are happy to do it. They email them to me. I just circle in yellow the, the joints they should reflow, and usually it gets up working again. Okay. And sometimes, unfortunately, I'd, I've had to tell him Lucky Sauter and Nelly D in backwards, and that kind of stinks. But, um, you know, at least I can tell them where they went wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the people that start off emailing you, uh, your kit doesn't work, the parts are broken. And you're like, okay, yeah, how about you just send me a picture of the front and the back so I can tell you where you screwed up there, buddy. <laughs> But uh, most people are, are very positive about it. In fact, somebody left me a review saying it was amazing how quickly I responded. And 
and help them get theirs working. And I'm like, all right, that, that feels good. Nice, nice. But that's the thing. You're always on the fence about this because, like, can you really make money making kits and sending them out? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't rely on it to eat. Um, but then every now and then you get an order for like 50 and you're like, I'm the king of the world, right? And uh, Well, I'll tell um, you what, Mr. Four Bits. What you need to find yes. is a product with a huge user base like a soda stream. Because even a, even the tiny fraction of people that are modifying their soda streams is still thousands and thousands of orders. I didn't get thousands of orders, but it's a lot of... This, you, it's a huge market. See, I'm I'm terrible about this, right? Me too. Like the kits, the kits I'm making. To be honest, what has inspired every kit I've made is me saying, oh, "Hey, that's pretty cool. I wonder how they do that, right?" You know, like I kind of wanted to know how uh, metal detectors worked, so I looked into it, all the different kinds of metal detectors, and then I made a little solder yourself metal detector kit that I think's pretty cool. Um, yeah, people love that live for, oh, for sure. You, you, oh, they do. Was, you was know, that your was that your number one seller at the Maker Fair? Let me think about that. No, it was probably the Memory Game. Memory Game is still the best seller. That's just Simon. I Which, mean, it's really small. You hold it. Right. Yeah, that's pretty neat. You hold it like a PS2 gamepad. It's how you hold. Mister Four Bits just taught me something right. fantastic because I'm over at his Tindy store and I need to do this. He has the JC Pro macro pad on his wish list. I didn't even know that was oh, an no. option, and it shows up in his store. Well, That's I got to advertise for you guys now a little bit. This... There we go. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have soda streams. Halloween coming up. Do you think a lot of people are amateur uh, ghost hunters? Maybe you think maybe that could be a product you could. Yeah, with my little uh, my little ghost hunter um, thing. Let me show you this. Okay, you know, this is how unprepared I am. Give me like two five. Two minutes. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think it's going to be, gonna be yeah, kind of interesting this'll watching be a good, him uh, look around. His... Episode or two. <laughs> Jeremy, when we put this on YouTube. So, so yeah, you can see here, uh, Mr. Forbit is demonstrating kind of how you, you should, kind of a bad example of how you organize your office. He's got the Mauser, the Mauser box here stacked on top of a uh, crate oh, but that's of some a good sort. Crate. Uh, that's the kind with the special... Uh... Special thing that hooks together. Because, you know, like with cardboard, if you... If you if you fold the uh, things together in the right way, it'll kind of like self lock. I'm sure you know about I that, do. right, Pat? You kind of the. I do. I got yelled well, so at by a post are, office are lady when I tried to ship a package like that. I taped it. I taped really? it, but she said this is not the way to do it. This is going to come apart. She made me. She helped me. This was 20 years ago. She helped me open that back up, close it correctly, and she explained it would not open in shipping if I do it correctly. So I said well, thank was, you. That was nice. I don't for know her. what her name was, but. See, Forbid Industries does not have a lot of room. That's why you were in both the product development lab and the stock room. But anyways, this is going to be the display for the ghost and ghost Oh, that detector, looks like a PKE right? meter. So we have this... Yeah, that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> and so uh, it took, took a while to actually, you know, not totally rip them off, but uh, make something that looked kind of like it. Uh, you oh, know, it was that, that absolutely does not switch. look like a PKE meter. I'm sorry. I was no, mistaken. No, it doesn't. It, it looks similar, but is totally different for licensing reasons. But anyways, um, yeah, you turn it on. 
there's a little sensitivity knob. So you turn the sensitivity up and then you turn it down until just the yellow turns off. Okay, so now you're at maximum sensitivity. And then you got the ghost, you turn it on, it makes RF noise so that when the ghost detector, oh, it's already detecting it. Let me take the ghost oh! away. See? As the ghost comes closer, closer, closer. Oh, red, 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 when you're a ghost. So anyways, oh, that's pretty, find, that's pretty neat. The ghost yeah, it's pretty cool. So could you, so, could you use that to sweep your house for bugs or something? I mean, Yeah, so it's very good at finding uh, Wi-Fi, uh, noisy switch mode power supplies, um, which could be in anything. Um, the air conditioner finds the air conditioner very well. The uh, um, Do we get to hide little you know, ghosts all, all around switch. the house so the kids can find them, like eggs? Well, that would, that would be a fantastic thing to do. Just make sure to buy a ghost detector for every yeah. kid. Right. And then, you know, uh, a ghost for every hour of peace and quiet you want to have. Hmm. I, I, you're guaranteeing an hour? I feel like that's... An hour per ghost? Yeah, this thing has hour a range. Hour per ghost child? Ghost, ghost over child? This, Is that the this, equation? This literally has a range of maybe a foot and a half. So, yeah, you really got to search. Right? Good. You could, like, um, hide him in the ceiling or something because they could never find it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Or better yet, put it inside of something metal and they'll never find it at all. You know? Oh, well, so, sorry, sorry, son. It was it was right here the whole time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, um, so that's a thing I hope will sell a lot, except for literally none of the ghost kits are made up yet. I need to make the labels for the bags and stuff the bags and all that. But I mean, I, the, the, the Maker Fair is in November, though, so that's that's going to be, well, I guess people are still still in a spooky mood, maybe? Yeah, it's, it's going to be in November. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they'll sell that well or not. I really wanted to have this done a long time ago. The EMF detector, uh, the ghost detector is available on Tindy and on my website, but um, the uh, parts for the ghost were back-ordered and just arrived from Mauser hmm. a few days ago, So, um, which is like weeks later than they were supposed to so arrive. So you even buy but... the expensive premium components instead of going to AliExpress or Alibaba? I do, uh, at least for the first 100 units I'm making. You know, I, tr I try to do everything quickly just because, I don't know, I'm impatient. So I'm going to prototype with uh, components from Mauser, and I'm going to make the first 100 units with the exact same components. And then I'm going to, for any I make after that, I'm going to go contact Chinese suppliers and try and get the price down. There are, I use the same parts over and over and over in all my kits. So I can buy them in quantity. I think I'm about to buy 600 switches because I use the same switches on all my products. Um, this little slide switch. I don't know, some of these parts cost a heck of a lot more than they should. Switches cost more than they should. So I found three things that I like to buy from China because they are so, so much cheaper, okay? Number one, switches. The same switch that costs like inexplicably 50 cents here in America costs like eight cents there. Hmm. Number two, battery holders. Anything that's big and plastic is so much cheaper from China than it's going to be from Mauser or DigiKey. And the other one is 
big LED displays. Like, hmm. these are two six-digit displays. You can't buy these from Mauser or DigiKey. They don't carry them. It's like too specialized an item. And nobody buys something like this just off the shelf. They're buying a, you know, a particular display that they want for their particular product. But um, there's a place on Alibaba where they they sell these pretty cheap, these six-digit displays. And to be honest, the Valentine Heart Kit wouldn't be possible without that six-digit display. Hmm. Because buying three two-digit displays from Mauser, I'd have to triple the price. Hmm. Right, when are you thinking about making this for sale? Pretty cool oh, thing. Oh, this thing? Yeah. Again, it's all about, I mean, the prototype works. It's all about figuring how to get this chip. And then I'm not going to have people solder a surface mount chip themselves. This is not going to be a learn to solder kit. This is just like a product for makers. Mm. So um, I got to work out a deal with a deal for PCB assembly. And then I'll let people solder on their own displays. Yeah, so writing code and figuring if I can get these chips are the two big things. Um, I actually ordered several chips um, from this distributor. I ordered like four different chips because I'm like, as long as I'm ordering and paying an arm and a leg for shipping, then I'm going to go ahead and get a bunch of chips that I might want to use in future projects so I can just try them out. And they're like, um, an item in your list is back-ordered. It's going to be a month. And I'm like, okay, which one of them? And they're Sorry. like, silent. They don't answer emails, apparently. Oh. So um, I have no idea which one is holding up. You could send them a letter. That seems like something you... Yeah, send them a paper letter. I've, 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 I've sent people paper letters. I'm still <laughs> waiting on a response from... Uh, a certain county official that will uh, make name must, but anyways, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I literally have, I don't know if you guys do this. Um, if I can find my, again, I've buried everything in a pile of mail that I really need to go through. I keep a notebook with all my ideas, like a real paper, paper spiral bound notebook, which is about like this big. Hmm. And it's nice, fancy art paper that I can write on with my very thick black pen. And I write, I just sketch out all my ideas. I I don't know go. how to write Those are great. anything. Well, I don't want to say I'm uneducated and don't know, you know, how to make letters, but I don't write in it. This is there completely empty. But it's Most very notebooks are great. I've got one for recipes. I've got one for, you know garden gardening notes mm. love it yeah i've got you know at least a dozen products uh you know sketched out just thinking anything uh anything else anything coming out on, no. on your life these days mr you're, you're, tar you're tired of talking to me i got you you need you need somebody else in here some some new blood no i'm not sure we have any other guests to be honest but i you know it's <laughs> no just real question is do we have any viewers well, you know, viewers, two. listeners. We have two, two viewers right now. Two viewers. Yeah, number yeah. one here, number two over there. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? You know, you're the you're the one that decided to come on here and, and apparently waste your time with us. I so love I, it. No, appreciate I, it. I really enjoyed this. I was really afraid I had missed it. But, you know, I got down here just as soon as family obligations um, 
uh, allowed. So, and I'm so glad I got to chit chat with you all. No, we uh, we appreciate fun. you stopping by. We we enjoyed. enjoyed and, and I do a little, you know, self promotion and and hijinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah where do we find I, your YouTube videos yeah. showing off what, your? Because uh, you uh, do a fantastic so job holding these up and talking about them on YouTube. I can Thank tell you. Yeah. No, go to YouTube and, and just look for Four Bit Industries. I've got a YouTube channel. It's all mostly build instructions for the various things. I keep threatening to do uh, uh, antique calculator repair on the channel, but um, uh, I, who has time for that? Come on. Um, <laughs> I, although I'm sure I would get an audience. Um, it's funny on Facebook. I don't know if you guys have found this, but you know, there's there's really a generational divide. If you didn't know between Facebook and Twitter, hmm. and um, there are tons of old guys on Facebook who repair vintage electronics. So they repair calculators, they repair test gear. I'm in all these groups on Facebook, and I love seeing what they post, and I love posting my own stuff too. But man, these guys, like, they don't know about anything else on the internet. It's really amazing. Like, they know antique electronics, like tube electronics, and they're on Facebook. And, like, that's about it. So, um. That's it. So, you, you feel like Twitter is younger people? Is that. Oh, for like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because I, sure. I don't feel like. I don't know. I don't I, use Facebook. All I use is Twitter. So. I made you know. a War Games. Uh, reference, you remember the old Matthew Broderick film oh. that everybody has seen? I, have, I made I a reference it. to it in response to somebody's um, post on Twitter, and they obviously had no idea what I was talking about. Like, they responded to me like I was serious or something, and I'm just like... Uh-oh, we broke Jeremy. Oh, jinkies. Oh, good cameras. How did he get over there? Oh, weird. Hmm. That is kind of weird. Well, yeah, I guess that's my other camera. Maybe I. Well, this is the thing. Like that, I mean, so someday, Jeremy, we're going to be, you know, on Twitter at the hackerspace, and we're going to be joking about Back to the Future, and like nobody's got any idea what we're talking about. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's okay. I, I feel like you know maybe we'll be some of the first generation, like when we go to. Go to the old folks' home. We could just play uh, play virtual reality games all day or whatever. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know if that's your generation, Jeremy. That's uh, the next one. Like yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be the last generation that uh, doesn't get the life extending serum and manage to live to like two hundred fifty. Yeah. They'll be well, visiting that, us in the old folks' home depressing. and pointing and laughing. We'll be like a museum. The last yeah. old people anybody ever get to see. <laughs> the last, the last old people. Have you all? Have you all ever seen? You know, so Sean Connery died a few months ago, and people were remembering his greatest films. And I'm just like, come on, guys! Zardoz does not make the list. Was like, was it, the rock was the rock in it by my Michael Bay? Was the Rock? Oh, one of yeah, it should have been. That was a great film. But I, you know, I, I, I question that then... because I enjoyed it when I was like fourteen. But yeah. now I don't know. I don't know. It what doesn't I think hold of... up. I maybe I don't, I don't know. I just 
We were t- we were talking about how I watched what? a Michael part of a Michael Bay film, and I just felt like he just just spun it around too much. I'm not sure Literally. the Michael Bay films hold up at all, like any of them. Hmm. What was the number one Sean Connery film? I guess one of the Bonds, right? I'd have to. Could be. Has to be. But you know, he was in a lot of stuff. There was that uh, first night. Wasn't that the name of the the film where he plays? Yeah. Uh, Richard Gere, I believe. Yeah. I, Richard Gere's Lancelot. It was like it was like uh like whatever. What was that one he did with Jason? What's that one he did with Catherine Zeta Jones? It was like such a throwaway movie. Oh, um, yeah, he was like a thief or something, and yeah. Yeah, like he's, the la- he's the la- the she's like slinking around the laser beams or something. Not, yeah, this, to sleep. this is not like a top ten list or anything, but on IMDb, you know how they show you the four movies or TV shows that an actor is known for. Right. Two of the four for Sean Connery are Bond films. Of course. One is The Untouchables. Oh, and that was Jeremy that was a great movie. The other one already, The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Well, yeah, you know, I, I heard he turned down uh, doing Lord of the Rings series for uh, Oh, League you didn't just hear that. This is, this is true. He didn't understand the, the movie, so he didn't want to do it. Didn't make sense to him. Well, I don't know how yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen makes sense to him. That's, I'm not sure I saw the whole thing, but something, some guy <laughs> was like a fish man swimming around in a pool or something. I don't know. It's, yeah. Isn't the fish, isn't that... Uh, I was gonna say Blade. That's wrong. No, Hellboy. No, Hellboy. 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 Is what you're thinking of? Really? Maybe I am. I I don't know. It wasn't. For all I know, you're thinking of both, Jeremy. I don't. <laughs> hey, I've only seen. Blade one was of a good them. movie, though. Hellboy was great. I I liked the first film. I thought that was really. I enjoyed good. Hellboy. <laughs> I didn't see it, so maybe I'll have to. So, anyways, the reason I bring up Zardoz is that it's a bunch of it's a bunch of young people that live forever, as long as they're in like this bubble where they live in their utopia. But if anybody has like too many negative thoughts, then they make them old and put them in this old folk home where they're all crazy and it's a weird like old person party all the time, and it's it's really weird. It's really, huh. really weird. Is that the one where he's wearing like a, yeah, like a man thong, and he has like a, a pistol or something, like a six shooter? Jeremy that... didn't even have to he's... say what he was wearing. Just knowing that he was wearing something weird, yeah. you know, it's Zardoz. Yeah, he's wearing uh, like orange bikini bottoms. <laughs> That's what I'm like wearing this, right now. Like, with like this double bandolier of of shells and carrying a pistol, yeah. And he's of a gang of people who all wear that, and huh. they ride around on horseback. <laughs> that looks. That sounds really tough. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? Around... You know what? That would that would tell me you're pretty tough if you're riding around riding a horseback. That would be that would be pretty painful in that kind horseback of attire. Horseback with with a pistol in like an orange bikini. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's you know, you know that person means business. May not want to know what business it is, but yeah, it definitely means business. You know, I <laughs> I had a vague idea of what this looked like because I know I've seen it before, but I I clicked on it on IMDb here, and yeah, 
I mean, your description is very good. These boots are insanely high. And but what so I noticed, the, the thing that stands Thank out you. to me right now is the hair. Oh everywhere. yeah, not on his head, Jeremy. Just everywhere. Everywhere. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. Because in the seventies, if Harry you were a man, yeah, he's got. If you were a man in a bikini in the seventies, yeah, you didn't wax anything or shave. I mean, you just wow. This is know. even this is even worse than I because uh, I'm looking at it now and it's. <laughs> Like his and his, he's got like a ponytail. Yeah. And this, yeah. this huge, huge mustache. Yeah. Huge, huge mustache. Yeah, he's got like, like four a, bullets in that eight hundred bullet bandolier. Bandolier. Mandolier. Mandolier. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you gotta admit though, if you're riding around a horseback in that, you you are you are a tough a tough person. I mean, you know, that'd be that'd definitely to be some chafing to that outfit. That's right. Also, you just we gotta wonder how much how much boots like that would cost. You know, if you because obviously you, you buy them at some high end store because they're they're not just knee high boots they're they're like mid mid thigh. They are not made. Those boots are not made for walking. I no. mean, you're not going far. No, in those. that's that's why they had horses to ride around on, Pat. Well, yeah, those those boots are made for. Um, I'm riding a horse, but I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> I don't want to get that close to. Okay, the horse. well, anyway, is this is this movie worth watching? Because I've never seen it. Like just from a, it is, it is one hundred percent worth watching, once. All right, you only need to watch it once, and it will have an effect on you. Because actually, it's a pretty cool story. For all the weirdness, it, it actually is a pretty cool story, in my opinion. But it, it the weirdness of it makes it kind of like Plan Nine from Outer Space, which I don't know if you've ever watched, but that's a film everybody's got to watch, at least once. Hmm. I haven't seen and I that. think everybody's got to watch this at least once. And you may just crack up right through it. But um... well, well, Listen to this. I'm looking at Wikipedia here. It says development. And it says Borman, which was inspired to write Zardoz while preparing to adapt J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings for United Artists. So there's a couple questions I have here. First of all, it says Borman. Now, Martin Martin Borman, I think he was uh, one of the uh, head Nazi people. So I, I just just from that paragraph, I assume that's who wrote this. And somehow, somehow it's related to Lord of the Rings. So may, maybe, maybe that's why he decided to turn down doing Lord of the Rings because he just thought, well, it's too much like Zardoz. I don't want to, you know, get in on that. Zardoz does center around some real, like, futurist, how do we organize society issues, right? Because you have this sort of, walled garden where these people live forever um and then you have like the outsiders that are living in the wilderness and uh this bizarre uh gang of people that uh sean connery is one of that uh are just running around killing people because they're kind of like a death cult and they think people should not reproduce um and it's uh you know, he ends up traveling between these two worlds and ups, totally upsetting the, the perfect future apple cart in a way that sort of restores our humanity. That's that's really what the story is about. Well, so it's got, you've got me kind of wanting to watch it, which is terrible to say. Did you um, like, did you watch Logan's Run? This is the opposite I don't think I ever of Logan's saw that. Run. 
kind of, yeah. Well, no, the in, the endings are somewhat they meet similar at the end. because they... because no, because in Logan's run, Logan sort of like gets people to come out of the walled garden, yep. right? But he, and, they're not immortal. The same... They don't. They're not. No, they're not immortal. Oh, they're not. Sean Connery also in Highlander, so I feel like that's maybe a little bit of a have a theme theme going here, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, similar ponytail, right? In Highlander, yeah. maybe he just kept it. I just, just this um, picture. It's just interesting because he's he's kind of to the side, and he's got his gun in his left hand for some reason. I guess he's left-handed, maybe. But his ponytails, it's like it's pointing the same way. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's like, maybe that can show him the way to that. You know, shows him the end. He's got like some uh, avatar thing going on there with it or something. Yeah, he does. I don't know. Well, anyway, I feel like, uh, I don't know. Is that, a good, is that a good point to end the podcast there, Pat? It might I feel be. Like we've, uh, we're up over, we're up over 90 thoroughly. minutes. That's about, pretty good. How about, how about a, a cliffhanger trivia question for your viewers that they can answer in the comments or answer next time? Okay. I'm ready. Sean Connery, but I should not answer um, this live. You should not answer this. Sean Connery trivia question. In which Bond film does he wear a toupee? Hmm. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, leave I don't know. I'm a fan of the Roger Moore, James Bond movies more so than the Sean Connery oh, Bond right. movies. I think. Uh, Why? I don't I know. Think, They're think, the ones I, I think, saw Chris, more when I was younger. The, they were the ones uh, we Pierce had Bronson, on Betamax. I feel like Pierce Bronson is the epitome of Bond. Personally, that's my personal. But I thought he did a great job. I was really surprised they fired him when they did. Look. Um, Look, Daniel Craig is a great actor, but look, first of all, he's blonde. Second of all, no hairy chest, and he's that's you know, what I look for. It's just, it's just not. He's, he's not Bond. You know what I'm saying? He's not. Yeah. He's a, he's he's cool, but he's not. Yeah. Anyway, but he is now because he's been Bond for a while. So, so Jeremy, now that you've seen uh, the Zardoz um, outfit, I expect you to get on that a uh, little bit of cosplay for uh, Maker for Orlando. Okay, I'll, uh, I will... Jeremy, when is Maker Faire say... Orlando? Oh, Maker Faire Orlando is November 6th and 7th in Orlando at, like, the fairgrounds or something, so, uh... 6th and 7th? I think it's 5th and 6th. November 5th, whatever whatever that weekend is. Yeah, so, so uh, Mr. Forbet and I, Jeremy, will be there. I will not be wearing that costume, although although I was thinking about putting some of my PCBs together as, like, a plate of, plate of armor, so that'd be kind of neat. I, I doubt I'll get it done by then, because such as life as yeah. as they say i don't know how i don't know where i am on your screen pat but you're in the middle of mine and jeremy's looking at you so if i sort of turn this way then we're all turned oh, towards uh -oh. each other well yeah. i don't know one That's of you be... might be mirrored for all that see for for me you guys are both and riverside futzes with all this these may not be like we'll get the full 16 to yeah. 9 you know the actual images like sometimes these are squished and portrait portrait lance no portrait yeah you know you know the way things are on my screen i've got i've got pat to my right and then i've got me i've got paul on the bottom and then on this side of me i've got i've got a picture of Con sean connery as zed wearing what the uk's channel 4 describes as a red nappy knee-high leather boots ponytail and zapata mustache so nappy is british means... for diaper jeremy yes. also doesn't doesn't zapata isn't that uh 
Spanish for shoe? Zapato. Oh, well. Hmm. <laughs> so, so male, shoes are a male thing. Yes. Anyway, shoes are only for men in, in Spanish culture. See. Si. Okay, maybe that's not, not a funny joke, apparently. So, Zapata is a, a reference to Emiliano Zapata. Okay. He had a big mustache. Okay, well, you know what? Good good for him. It's pretty rocking. We should check it out. But anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I think we've got a... We've got to have enough for a show, don't we? I think what do you think, so. Pat? We all, all I good here? I think so, Jeremy. Right. You both did a fantastic right. job. Yeah. Are you going to edit the whole Zardoz bit Oh, out? that'll be its own uh, little episode on YouTube by itself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wait. Yeah. We need as many people as possible. We will get a picture movie. of uh, Sean Connery right next to us in there. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, and like, then let's get it trending on Twitter and confuse all yeah. the young people. <laughs> well, I'll be confused too. I haven't seen it, so I'll have to. <laughs> have to I don't know. All I was right. going to say I'll have to watch it with my wife, but I don't know if she'd, she'd go for that. Well, you know, it's a bummer, Jeremy. <laughs> You're going to have to pay $4 to What's watch that? it. I didn't find anywhere that it's streaming I feel like that's free. too much. I feel like that's too much to watch. I feel like that's a movie that should be free. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that should be included with something. I agree. I think I think everybody in the country should have a free Netflix disc subscription so they can get all the weird films. That's a good idea. I'm just saying because I feel like that's kind of kind of movie that 10, 15 years ago, you go into Walmart and it's in this big bin that's like $4. Yeah. Yep. Or less, maybe. How do you maybe. play a movie on a disc today? With that... We should, you don't have to hang up right now. We'll go ahead and just uh, sign off for the audience. Um, anyway, uh, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, you know, if you made it through this, then, um, well, then congratulations. We, uh, we applaud you for, for this off the subject um, rant that we had here. Um, anyway, this is created Create and Vent podcast with, with me, Pat Regan, me, Jeremy Cook, Pat Regan, and Mr. Forbits. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Have a thanks good for weekend. Watching. Since today See might later. be Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>